Hi friends, welcome to Oracle Aura, a space to absorb information for your soul's vibration, where we talk about all things metaphysical, holistic, and spiritual methods of self-development. Today, I will be chatting with Courtney Tiffany. Courtney Tiffany is a writer and priestess of the divine feminine, author of Journey to Soul and the upcoming Feminine Archetypes, creator of the Goddess Affirmations Oracle deck. She's dedicated to helping women reclaim their truth and soul essence by exploring goddesses and archetypal embodiment. So Courtney and I, of course, connected through Instagram. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) And I really just loved the message that she sent. She talked a lot about getting in touch with your soul and what your soul really wants instead of what you're told to do by society. And as you guys know, that's what I'm all about. Just getting in touch with the divine expression of your individual soul because we're all so unique and individual on this planet. And Courtney posted something about comparison that really stuck out to me because comparison is something that so many of us struggle with. We compare ourselves to people on Instagram, our peers, and where they're out in their lives. And honestly, what does that really do for us but leave us feeling like we're not enough? So in this episode, Courtney and I are chatting all about comparison. I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Courtney Tiffany. Hi, Courtney. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Jada. I'm excited to speak to you. Yeah, I'm excited to get into the topic that we finally came up with. (laughs) (laughs) After going back and forth so many times, there's like so many options, but I loved that, you know, this one just really kind of stuck out and so many people resonated with this idea of comparison. Yes. So for those of you listening, whenever I invite someone on the podcast, I really like it to feel like a collaboration. And I'm sure you guys have noticed every single podcast episode really kind of just sounds like a phone conversation because I, you know, I noticed before when I first started podcasting that when I wrote down questions and I asked, it sounded so scripted. So I just kind of like it to flow intuitively. And so when we start the process of deciding that we're going to record a podcast, we kind of just throw around ideas about what is this podcast going to be about? And You know, every once in a while, I'll ask, like, what have you been learning about lately? What's prominent in your life lately? Or are you working on any projects? And Courtney, you're working on a a book right now, which is amazing. And you may, oh, goodness, I just dropped my phone. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You made a post on Instagram, which I actually would like to pull up and read go for it um yes and it was about comparison and as soon as I read it I was like oh that's what we have to talk about (laughs) (laughs) so here's the post it says my entire life I've compared myself to others I compared how I did things to how my sister would I compared how I looked to other women I compared love lives success how much stuff other people have It was all so stupid. Looking back all the time, all that time wasted comparing and feeling like I could never live up to the unimaginable goals created in my mind. When I started my business, I looked at what everyone else was doing, their strategies, routines, and how much they were making. Again, stupid. I took courses and would get stressed out when my unique shape wouldn't fit into their perfectly curated box. It wasn't until I was almost 30 that I realized I need to do things differently. And at first that was scary, but then I realized how much freedom and joy comes with not worrying about if I'm doing it right or wrong. I'm just doing it how I know best. I'm doing it my way. Cue the Frank Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) Finally embracing that uniqueness, that different way of thinking, that different way of creating, of living, of doing business. I guess what I want to say is no matter where you are, what you're dealing with, stop looking outside yourself for answers. Stop comparing your path to others. Don't let what others are doing or not doing stop you from radiating your brilliance. 
embrace your oh sorry you got one more line in here girl embrace your unique perspective your experiences your quirks your interests and live them out loud unapologetically live from soul like when I read that I was like "Ooh, girl yes 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 (laughs) yes so what inspired that like what made you say you know what enough comparing was there like a tipping point you know I, I mean it's it's been a part of my journey right my healing journey my spiritual journey like looking at you know all of these things that I've done in my life and how it's stopped me from speaking my truth, living authentically, um, doing things the way that I want to do them. And I mean, I've been, like I said, comparing myself my entire life to other other women. Um, and it's just looking back, I don't know, maybe because it's like the beginning of the year and I've been like in the super reflective mode too. <laughs> like all of these things that like didn't work. Um And I've been looking at, you know, from a business standpoint, like I started my business a couple of years ago. And when you're first starting out on something, I think it's, it's totally normal to be like, okay, who's, who's the best of the best? What are they doing? How are they doing it? Like, and then how can I kind of, you know, shape that into, or make it my own, right? Mm -hmm. Every time I've done that and I've worked with a lot of mentors and they've all been amazing and brilliant and, but it's like, I only get like bits and pieces. Right. And then I I like take bits and pieces and then have to make it my own. And it's just looking back on just all of that, trying to do what other people are doing. I like, I realize like I start to get overwhelmed. I, I almost it's like paralyzing mm-hmm. when looking at other people and what they're doing and I'm like how am I going to do this? How is this going to work for me? Like I I'm a full-time mom like wow. I have a business, I'm writing, like there's a million things, right? Um yeah. it's and so eventually it was just like okay, that's I I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Yes. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there was like one point, like a tipping point, but it was just, and maybe I've been having crazy dreams lately. And I think mm-hmm. after I, like, before I wrote that post, it was like, I just, I had this dream where I was again, like comparing myself or looking at what other people were doing. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Yeah. I don't want to feel like this anymore. Um, it makes you feel like crap. It does. Why, why would we do this to ourselves? <laughs> so, I totally hear you. <laughs> and thinking about like getting stuck in this loop of comparison, right? And like I've been doing it my whole life. Like when I was in college, doing it, like comparing myself to my roommate and, um, you know, again, starting my business, comparing myself to other like mentors, coaches, writers, how people write their books and like, none of it worked for me and I would just get so stressed out. Um, But what I realized is like this, when we compare ourselves, it literally, it blocks us from not only growing, but also receiving. It's, it's like this, we have this scarcity mentality, right? You compare yourself to somebody and you see like, oh my gosh, like, they're making this much money or they have this or they're doing it this way. And then all you can think about and all you can focus on is what you don't have. Mm. Can right? I can I kind of flip that? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. So I have these uh Oracle cards by Rebecca Campbell. And mm-hmm. one of the cards in there is mirror. And yes, it talks about, you know, which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. understand like the mirror concept, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, so whenever, okay. Because girl, I feel like, especially as women, like we've always kind of been taught 
to compare ourselves to each other, to yes. think of each other as competition. And it kind of just creates this idea of like, okay, well, what is she doing that I'm not doing? What do I need to be doing that she's doing? Why does she look better in that dress than I do? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. we can kind of just go into this autopilot mode of comparing ourselves, but reading this description on this card really kind of flipped the script on comparing for me and made me see the the light side of it instead of like the shadow side of it. So mm-hmm. whenever I got into coaching, I was comparing myself to so many other coaches. Oh yes. my God. I was like, why does she make this much? Yes. Why does she attract clients so easily? Why does she use this platform so much better than I am? Blah, blah, whatever. And then I saw this card and it said, whenever we are comparing ourselves to someone else, it's going one of two ways. Either one is that we're like looking down on them or two is that we're putting them up on a pedestal. And it said, if we're putting someone up on a pedestal, that is our soul saying, hey, do that. That's our soul saying you have the capability to do that. Maybe not in the exact same way, Mm -hmm. but like we as conscious human beings have the capability to let that be an inspiration mm-hmm. rather than like a lack thing of like what am I not doing does that make sense totally and I think that goes it's like the same thing like <laughs> you have to do what scares you the things yeah. that scare you are the things that are going to propel you forward that are going to make you evolve and grow and like up level right we have like these fears I mean, that's our, that's our ego, right? Like trying to keep us small and safe and comfortable. Like as humans, like that's, that's what we want. We want security. We want stability. But in order to grow, we have to, we have to realize, like we have to have the self-awareness, like, okay, what, what is the fear? Like what, (laughs) what am I actually afraid of? Yes. You know, and then comparing yourself to somebody saying like, am I actually afraid of being successful? Am mm-hmm. I afraid of failing? Am I afraid? Oh, girl, of- you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you like hit the nail on the head. Like, I feel like anytime I've looked at someone and been like, you know, it goes one of two ways. It's either like, ugh, she makes so much money doing that program or it's like, wow, she's helping so many people doing that program. And she's also like traveling full time. That's amazing. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. whether you're comparing, whether you're like looking at someone and saying, "Ugh, I can't believe she does that. Or you're looking at, at someone and saying like, wow, I should do that. It really does all come back to doing it the way that scares the fuck out of you and trusting your creative genius because nobody in this whole world can create what you can create I can give someone can give me a writing prompt and you a writing prompt and you and I will write completely different things right yeah so can we just say like to anyone listening like let's just drop this comparison because it doesn't serve anybody (laughs) it is not it is not helping you it's not you know what I mean and it And we all know that we do it, right? And whether we're conscious of it or not, but I think it comes like you have to have self-awareness. And whenever those thoughts drop into your mind and you're like, you know, whether they're judgmental or cheering them on, it's like, just look at, okay, wait, why am I thinking this? Like being aware, like, okay, I just compared myself to this person. Like, how can I flip the script here? How can it, how can it be a mirror? What is this teaching me? Absolutely. And I think too, like, it it's almost kind of natural for our brains to look around and see like what the tribe is doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and for the fact that we're almost kind of like curating what our tribe is using social media, mm-hmm. we're, we're only seeing people's absolute best. We're not yeah. seeing their bad days. We're only seeing their like, highlight reel like Instagram is like somebody's highlight reel so media is the worst (laughs) and I think (laughs) I think you can look at someone and say like you know I 
I absolutely appreciate what you're doing mm-hmm. and I'm inspired by what you're doing yes. without letting it get to the point of comparison. So right. I think like I look at you writing books and like it's one of my goals to finish a book and mm-hmm. I keep getting stuck. And so automatically my mind says, well, she can finish a book so I can finish a book. Because it's like my brain looking for an example. So that I don't necessarily think is a is a bad thing. I think when it becomes toxic and when it becomes unhealthy is when I'm saying like, well, something's wrong with me because I haven't finished a book and she has. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think it takes a high level of like consciousness to to do that though. And I don't know if, you know. I, I like to think that everyone, especially people probably listening to your podcast, right, probably have like this sense of, you know, self-awareness that they can do that. But I also don't think it's a norm. I think like as soon I was, <laughs> it's funny, I usually don't record podcasts like back to back. And it just so happened that this ended up being like a back to back episode with another one. Mm-hmm. But everything works out in divine timing, right? Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how learning a lesson and like integrating a lesson are two separate things, right? Yes. Like, so like, you're writing about um, archetypes right now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, divine feminine archetypes so like learning about them is like one thing and then and then embodying is like completely different yeah it's like 80 percent of the chunk of work so I absolutely agree with you I don't think most people would just automatically like catch themselves comparing and be like wait I can be inspired by this person but like yeah, there there's no reason to compare even like our our different perspectives, you know what I mean? Like we're all experiencing things through our own unique lens and our own divine timing and it's not a linear path. It's like totally a freaking roller coaster. Yes, it is. <laughs> and and that And seeing that as a gift, right? That's the thing that we need to do. Recognizing that like all of our struggles, our hardships, our experiences, um, our childhoods, I mean, everything, right? Makes us who we are. And we are all unique. We're all individuals. And this is a totally like Aquarius thing to say. Like, (laughs) I'm like only, and I'm only saying that because we're like in Aquarius season right now. And I'm very much feeling like this need to be like individual. Yes. (laughs) Like doing. No, that's so weird that you say that because I did not even realize that it was Aquarius season. And yesterday was the first day of Aquarius season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I just watched a, a documentary about the creative brain yesterday. (laughs) Totally an Aquarian thing, right? And well, and I don't know if you like follow astrology or not, but like. I do. We, okay. So the age of Aquarius, right? We are like stepping into like this, this brand new age, this new way of doing things. And I think having this way of thinking and healing ourselves, like recognizing you know, it's it's just perfect timing to like talk about this because everybody struggles with comparison, right? And then to like cultivate this higher consciousness and being like, okay, what can this teach me? Mm-hmm. How can I do things differently? And so mm-hmm. let's just, you know, my hope for like the new age is let's stop comparing. Let's stop tearing ourselves down. And start rooting for everybody, right? Like yes. you said, like she is such an inspiration. She finished a book. Oh my gosh, I am so proud. Look at all of the women she's serving. Look at all the people she's helping. Like, yes, and more, it, it is more a of mirror. that, please. <laughs> yes, right. It is a mirror. So, like when we're saying stop comparing, like, like exactly what you're saying. You know, anytime you're deciding to overcome something consciously, you have to create that equal but opposite force right Mm -hmm. so whenever you're saying let's root for everybody that's absolutely the opposite of like let's quit comparing ourselves to everybody I feel like we were kind of sold this idea of like take step a and then take step b and like 
get a 4.0 GPA and then pick the college you want to go to and then get, you know, a desk job. Yes, a and then linear path. Exactly, yes. a linear path. And like, then we were thrown out into the world and thinking, well, this is, I'm not doing this right. How come she's doing this right, but I'm not doing this right? Well, she doesn't even look happy. So like, am I, am I supposed to be doing that? And I feel like the older I get, the more I look at people who are doing their own thing and are living their authentic expression and happy. And I can look at them and say, fuck yeah, like that person Mm -hmm. is killing it. But I'm not going to lie. I'm still a human. There's still this part of my brain that wants to go to this victim mindset of like, well, how come she has xyz figured out and i can't figure that out but then it's up to me to consciously decide like okay i am open to learning but i'm also open open to allowing myself to uniquely express things the way that i meant to express them and like you were saying just take little bits and pieces of what you need. Every single thing mm-hmm. that you're absorbing, like allow yourself to sit with that and say, does this really resonate with my highest self? Yes. Yeah. And, so, sorry, go ahead. And and that's going to look different for everybody too. Like it, like I love to journal, like for me, like I have to like kind of write it out and like get through all my thoughts, but it's also, it can also be, you know, internal too. like, there's something about like recognizing your truth or like something that sparks you or excites you. Right. Like those little bits and pieces that you're talking about, like you're going to know, I feel like if you're, you can like feel it in your body when something jives Mm. with you and when something doesn't. Right. And like just scrolling on social media I, like whenever I start to feel overwhelmed, I'm like, why am I doing this? This is not serving me right now. <laughs> like I have to turn yes. this off. Oh my god. I have to turn this off and walk away because I start to like get overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, like look how many it's so stupid, but like look how many likes or look how many comments or like look how many followers. Like <laughs> But some part of our brain has started to identify that as important, you know? And like I even got to the point with Instagram, like I just got back on Instagram after not being on there since October. Mm-hmm. And I had a toxic relationship with Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I was comparing myself. I was comparing my numbers to other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an ant on my coffee cup and it's very distracting. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, in this like wormhole of comparison and one day I went to this breathwork workshop on the beach and I had been thinking for a long time actually interestingly enough my thought was get off Instagram so you can focus on writing a book and I just kept thinking that and the thought just kind of kept coming back to me but after this breathwork I felt so freaking connected like it almost felt like when you're on mushrooms or something but it was like I just got this download that said get off Instagram and make something that lasts and I was just like whoa that's okay yeah and you know if you're not listening to like your that pull within you that feeling in your body like you're saying then what are you listening to are you listening because for me for a long time I was listening to my fear I was listening to the fear that, oh, well, if I get off Instagram, I will lose my following. <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. Yeah. But the reality is all the people who listen to my podcast before still listen to my podcast when I wasn't on Instagram. Yeah. Like I literally lost nothing by pulling away from that thing that was making me feel like shit because I listened to my intuition. Yeah. And that's what, like, so my first book that I published, Journey to Soul, that's what that's all about, is, like, tuning out the outside world and, like, turning inward and reconnecting with your intuition. And I've, um, like, cultivated just, like, this daily practice where I just sit 
some days it's for five minutes, some days it's like for an hour, whatever I need, right? But it's just, you know, whether it's asking for guidance or it's getting all of this like icky energy, like all those negative thoughts, whatever it is, like out of my body, I'll do whatever I need to do. But it's just like a time for me to kind of reset, come back home, find my own truth, right? My, and, and live from a place of soul. Yes. And, and ever since I've done that, like there's just been so many blessings, so many opportunities, so many, you know, ways to grow and evolve and to actually step into like this, this new way of living for me. And it's, it's, it's been completely liberating. That's beautiful. So what it sounds like to me is like you're taking that time to get in touch with your highest self, your authentic expression, Mm -hmm. your core, the inner peace at the core of your being. And because you're vibrating at that frequency, you're magnetizing things into your path and a more authentic expression in this 3D realm. Yes. That's beautiful. Hence why I shared that post. Hence why we're here right now. Yes, (laughs) Like, let's just take it full circle. I mean, it's just like, okay, what do I need to, you know, share today? It's literally just like little things like that. And you can do that for your business too, right? You can operate from this place. Yeah, absolutely. And in our society, it almost seems like in the past, the message was more in that yang energy, right? Which we need both. We need that balance of like, like you taking this. Go, go, go. Yes, exactly. We need that balance of like, okay, I'm taking the initiative to record podcasts with people who I've never talked to before. (laughs) Um, You know, you're taking the initiative to sit down and write Mm -hmm. and whatever it is. But I think this year specifically, the download that I got at the very beginning of the year was that there would be loss this year. Like we had in 2020, a lot of loss and that anything that's inauthentic will not survive this year. I've known so many people just this month who've gotten out of relationships that weren't going well, who have gotten out of jobs that weren't aligned for them. And Whenever all that is happening, it can feel like, like, why is this happening to me? But whenever you take that time, no matter how bad you're hurting or whatever's going on, when you take that time to do what you're saying and connect with yourself and connect with your soul, whatever comes to fill the place of whatever was lost will be in authentic alignment with you and your path. And you won't need to you know, sit here and say, oh, well, so-and-so has it figured out. So-and-so has it figured out. So-and-so has it figured out. And I don't because you're taking that time to connect with yourself every day. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's what 2020 was all about. It was about shaking it up, right? Mm-hmm. Looking at things from a new perspective and getting really fucking honest with yourself about, you know, does this make me happy? Is this serving me? If not, how can I change it? Right. Yeah. Like we're not. Why go to a soul sucking job day in, <laughs> day out if it doesn't make you happy? Right. right. Why stay in a relationship if it's abusive, if you're not being emotionally met, if it's not fulfilling you? Like, and yeah, I completely agree with you. People are starting to. You know, I called when the world shut down last year, I was like, this is like the great awakening. A lot of people mm-hmm. are going to awaken mm-hmm. to the truth. Most important. Of, <laughs> of, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so there is, and obviously, and again, I feel like it goes back to like, you know, leaving the age of Pisces, going into the age of Aquarius, like we have to tear down the old structures in order to build anew. and think differently and do things in a different way that are going to propel us forward and, you know, take care of future generations. 
I love that. Whenever, so I was watching this documentary yesterday on Netflix called The Creative Brain. Mm -hmm. And it was this man who just studied the way that our brains work and creativity. He'd studied this for like years and years and years. And he was talking about how originality, like the concept of originality has never existed. Like Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as originality anymore but that's okay because even if we can look at someone else and say like okay like that inspires me like how can I make that my own he was saying because of human creativity because of the way that our brains work any sort of idea that's like filtered through us and put back out into the world with our own spin on it is going to be like original in its own right right Yeah. And so that type of energy is so, so, so important to tap into right now as we enter this new age, as we enter this new way of being. Because, I mean, think about if there was never anyone who got out of their comfort zone and created. We wouldn't have planes. We wouldn't have phones. We wouldn't have like we wouldn't be sitting here worlds away creating right? podcasts. <laughs> exactly. Like literally look around whatever room you're in or if you're in the car, like just look around you and look at how much of the stuff around you was created by man. Like every single thing that you're looking at took some person either saying, hey, I want to create something new or hey, I saw someone else create this thing but I bet I can do it in my own way yeah Yeah. that was and you know (laughs) it's so funny because like as a writer like they say that all the time like I there's like a bunch of like writing quotes I feel like out there that are like like you're not going to have an original thought and anything you want to say has already been said but it hasn't (laughs) been said by you right like you and again like we all bring our unique perspectives to it and can mold it and shape it in our own way and I'm even so I'm writing well I've actually written I'm about to publish my second book called Feminine Archetypes (laughs) and at first I didn't know how I wanted to structure the book when I first sat down and I ended up creating like three completely different drafts <laughs> until I settled on the one and I realized I'm like, this is the book that I wish that I had. This is the book that I wanted to read like when I first got into goddesses and archetypes and all of this stuff. And and I even created my own Oracle deck last year because I was like, you know what? I don't – I created a goddess affirmation deck because I was like, there's no – Like, I just love working with affirmations because, again, I'm in my own head comparing myself or whatever. Like, I'm my own worst critic, right? Tearing myself down and affirmations (laughs) have been a huge help in that, helping me think differently. So I was like, I'm going to just channel and create affirmations from different goddesses because, again, I was like, I don't see anything like that out there. This is what I want. So And I did it. And I did it for me. And it's, again, been – the most liberating, joyful, beautiful experience um, I could have ever asked for. See, and that's beautiful. And that probably helped so many people. And like, you could have easily said, oh, someone's already written a book about archetypes. Somebody's already made an Oracle deck. I'm not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Who am I to talk about this? Like, (laughs) and mine was like imposter syndrome. It was just like, I don't know enough. I don't have like all these degrees, like for some reason. (laughs) Like, it's that's extremely common. I was reading a book yesterday called Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. And Mm -hmm. I just finished it. And in the last chapter, she's talking about I feel like I've mentioned this quote on the podcast before, but she's talking about how Maya Angelou even says, every time I come out with the book, there's some part of me that says, oh, no, they're going to figure me out. They're going to figure out I'm not the real deal. Like freaking Maya Angelou feels that way. Which is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, so apparently to some degree, all of us are experiencing imposter syndrome in one way, feeling like we're, you know not not the person for the job or like we don't have all the tools that it takes 
Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is that if you have that dream in your heart and you have that desire, everything you need is going to make its way to you in divine timing, right? Yes. And you did write the book and you made the Oracle deck. <laughs> like you did the thing. You overcame your imposter syndrome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's been a journey for sure. But I mean, that's that's part of the human experience, right? Feeling all of those emotions and thoughts. And it is. It's a roller coaster, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, in the best way. And I've just, if anything, I learned that the more that I trust in divine timing, the more faith I have. Thing, I mean, things always work out. Things always happen, you know. Not always how I want them to or when I want them to, but they always work out. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part is like letting go of that need for control. I think we all kind of struggle with that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's not easy to surrender because we've been taught that surrendering is like giving up, but it's not giving up. It's like trusting. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's having it's having this beautiful balance between like the masculine and feminine, right? Like the feminine being very soft, receptive, trusting, surrendering, just kind of creating, like living in this kind of like, I don't want to say floaty sense of way. Like that just sounds like. (laughs) Maybe flowy. Yes. But but we also need the masculine, right, to take mm-hmm. action, to put our dream, to turn our dreams into reality and to provide us with some structure and a plan to birth our creations out into the world. Absolutely. And it's it's when we get, like, imbalanced, I guess, when mm-hmm. we're leaning too far one way or too far the other way that we start to experience a block. And then when we start experiencing those blocks, then we jump back into those things like, you know, comparison or whatever it may be that's like keeping us stuck in that loop. So it really is a conscious thing to find balance in your life between, you know, the yin and the yang energy in your life. Mm -hmm. Because if you're producing all the time, but you're not taking the time to sit back and say, okay, universe, I trust you, then those things don't even have time to show up for you. Right. And you're going to get burnt out. You're going to be exhausted. Like, why isn't Mm -hmm. this happening? You're going to get frustrated. Yeah. Or vice versa. Mm -hmm. You're always, you know, on your yoga mat, meditating all the time, (laughs) taking bubble baths and never taking steps towards the things that you want. And they can't, you know, come to life without a little bit of your action. So. Yeah, it really is a balance. So as far as comparison or comparison and comparing yourself to other people, Mm -hmm. were you mostly doing that in your like career wise or were you doing that like everything, everything? And I feel like it kind of started in childhood, right? So I was like thinking about this. Like my sister and I were three years apart, but everyone thinks that we're twins. Like we look a lot alike, Mm. but we have, I mean, we do things completely different. Obviously, like our personalities are different, right? We are not the same two people. And then, but it was just, I mean, my mom always making like little comments like, oh, or I don't know. It's just everything. So not only comparing like how how I looked to other people, but like I had a huge like I had a huge money block. Let's just put that out there. Like I had I was really insecure around money, like feeling like I couldn't um, handle it or like I I just wasn't smart with my money. And felt like as a spiritual person that I wasn't worthy of money, that I had to suffer, that I had to work really hard to make money. And so constantly comparing my success to other people's success and also following like that linear timeline, like you talked about, like, okay, like I grew up, my parents told me like, okay, graduate high school, you go to college, you get a good job, like you'll be set. That's all you have to worry about. 
Yeah. That did not happen. I graduated college <laughs> during a recession. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard to find a job. Yeah. <laughs> and then again, being 22, thinking that I had to have the rest of my life planned out, like that I was going to go into a career and, and be there the rest of my life. Yeah. That didn't happen either. <laughs> Right? Like this whole idea of like, oh, you have to have everything. Like, like why would an 18-year-old be able to pick the career path that they're going to have for the rest of their life? Like, first of all, like, don't get me wrong, 18-year-olds, if you're listening to this, I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure that some part of you knows what you want in life. But your career or like what you go to college for is not necessarily what you do for the rest of your life. Not like who was telling us that? Why were they like what? It, you know why? Because like there, there's you. there are those stories out there and we compare ourselves to those stories. It's mm-hmm. to the other children who are like, I've wanted to be a doctor since I was five. Like <laughs> they've known their entire lives what they wanted to be, right? And <laughs> oh, well, if they have it figured out, then I should have it figured out. I feel like the root of that, too, always goes back to the idea that once we have the answer to something, then we can be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, once I once I know what I want to be, then I can be happy. Then I'll have it figured out. When I have it figured out, then I can be happy. And, like, that's just not how it works. Like, whenever whenever you take that time, like you were saying, to get in touch with yourself, to feel aligned with yourself – then the right things can line up for you. It's not the other way around. It's not like you go find something outside of you and then, oh, I know who I am now because I found this thing outside of me. No, like you align with who you are at the very core. And then who knows? You may have five different career paths in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. I mean, geez, I'm 28 and I've already had like five different career paths. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) there's no like, point a to point b one size fits all life plan like we are all our own unique expression in this life and i i heard i was like listening to this talk and i couldn't even tell you the guy's name who said it but it it really resonated with me and it kind of goes along the lines of what you're saying like he was like you have to figure out who you are first as a person like your identity And then once you figure out who you are, that will determine what you do. Mm. Right? So again, like, (laughs) we think like we have to go to school, we have to do all of these things, and then we'll figure ourselves out. Like I basically had a midlife crisis. Well, okay, so I had an identity crisis right after the birth of my second child. Um, I went from working, (laughs) again, (laughs) I... I got my bachelor's degree in international affairs, and then I ended up working in healthcare. So what you were saying, like, what you go to school for is not at all what you're going to be doing in life. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Totally opposite. But I was, I went from working. That's the case for most people. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Everyone I know. Um, So I I had this identity crisis, like, in my mid-20s. Like, I had two children, and then I went from working full-time to being a, like, a stay-at-home mom. And my whole world turned upside down. I had to figure out a new routine. And then I kind of got lost in like this whole idea of motherhood. And I didn't know who I was as an individual mm. anymore. Like I was, I was only a mom. That that was all I knew. I mean, my kids were 13 months apart. So I had like it was <laughs> – I was knee-deep wow. in, in diapers and changings and I mean like – feedings, nap schedules, all of it, right? And mm-hmm. so and that's kind of what prompted my whole journey was I was like, okay, here I am stepping into this new role as a mom, but who am I as Courtney? And again, having to figure that out on my own, like turning inward um, to like get the answers. And the answers are always there. You know. We just have to uncover them. You know, yes. It's just a matter of getting really honest with yourself, right? And accepting it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's the hard part. And that you nailed it. Like, honestly, it you already know the answers. It's just it may be covered up with something else. You know what I mean? Like at the very core of Courtney, you knew who you were as a human but that was like covered up by this layer of like okay I have to put this identity cape on of like I'm a mom and that's who I am and so when you're able to like look deeper like even deeper into that you're like oh I didn't go anywhere right you're like oh I was right here (laughs) so funny like looking back because I'm like recognizing that I've always thought differently than other people, right? Like I always thought I was weird. I was like the outcast or the black sheep. (laughs) Like I was just, I was the weird one. Like I was into weird things. Like nobody else understood that. And it's so funny. And I love now that like, this is like the benefit of social media. Like I was saying like social media is bad, but it's bad for comparison reasons because you're constantly Mm. seeing what other people are doing. But it's great to be able to connect with like-minded people and actually being able to find your tribe and surrounding yourself with people who lift you up and encourage you and cheer you on and understand. Like here we are talking about like (laughs) – you know, our higher selves. And it's like, I couldn't have this conversation with my dad. Right, right. He would have no idea. (laughs) It's funny that you say that because my dad listens to my podcast. So hi, dad. Hi, dad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. No, now I'm just thinking of my dad. I'm like, he fully supports me. Like I, I shared that post about comparison and he was like the one who commented, like, I'm just so proud of you and what you're doing. Aww. Like, he doesn't get it at all, but he fully supports it. You know, that's, that's what love is. Love is like accepting, accepting someone. And honestly, that kind of brings this conversation full circle. Like, <laughs> love and acceptance are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> You don't have to understand somebody to love them and you don't have to like fully even understand yourself to love yourself. But when you accept yourself where you're at, that's loving yourself. So like you can still look at what someone else is doing. I can still look at the two books and the Oracle deck that you've made and look at you like thriving in that environment and say like, wow, that's awesome and still accept where I am on my journey. And that's really like coming back to the vibration of love you know Mm -hmm. yeah yes more love more (laughs) self-love more self-acceptance but also like acceptance for other people right that it's okay that everybody is different like yeah we like we encourage like individuality and uniqueness but it's also recognizing that nobody else is going to think like you too and I think I mean that's just (laughs) I don't want to get into like politics, but it's just like this, just this divisiveness, you know what I mean? But like this division that we see, like recognizing that like, it's okay if somebody thinks differently. I don't, I never, I'm not not going there. Cut it out. I, I totally understand what you're saying. I get why you don't want to get too deep into it. I have a feeling our views are probably pretty similar, but we don't have to get into it. But like, There has come a point where I've, like, (laughs) I follow the Dalai Lama on Facebook, y'all, and he said, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) He did talk a lot about, like, acceptance and just being able to accept people where they're at. Mm -hmm. And with all of this divisiveness going on, you know, it is important to be able to come back to that place of love, not necessarily even for other people but for the the purpose of your own inner peace just being able to come back to that place of love and say you know what you're a human I'm a human we're both having equally valid experiences on this planet yes and as long as you are not disrespecting other people right and as long as you're not disrespecting me then I can accept you where you're at 
Thank you for putting that into like eloquent words, yeah. but I couldn't. <laughs> Girl, I like I was picking up what you were putting down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I have had those conversations like several times with members of my own family where I do have to look at them and be like, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I respect you and I love you, but like, you know, we we got to respect and love everybody and each other. And yes. that's part of also why we're here to learn that like we're we're all human and we're all like experiencing this 3D reality in our own special way. Yeah. And we all have different lessons to learn, you know, yeah. and when you see somebody, you know, struggling and repeating those same patterns over and over, it's like, like you want to help them, but it's like, you know, it's something that they have to learn on their own too. Mm-hmm. Like recognizing like, you know, this, this was like their you. path. This was their, you know, their sole choice to like, to learn these lessons in this time. Yeah, I think one of the, it almost kind of like flips onto the other side of comparison is like whenever we look at someone and we think like oh sweetheart like you haven't learned yet (laughs) right then it's that brings a whole nother challenge in of itself for us to remind ourselves especially those who are in the spiritual community who look at someone and say like oh that person's like not enlightened or blah blah whatever like that is our egos you know what I mean and like we have to remind ourselves like our experience is not any more valid or important or any of that than anybody else's experience on this planet we are all learning at our own rate everybody is our teacher and we are all equal in the eyes of whoever or whatever put us here Yeah. (laughs) yeah well that conversation took an interesting <laughs> turn. <laughs> you know, I was like thinking, I was like, I have all these ideas and lists and like topics that I want to hit. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to let it go. Let it flow. Yeah. You know, right? Sometimes it's it, just whatever's meant to be said. Whoever listens to this, you know, it's all in divine timing. Exactly. And that's how I feel about, like I was saying in the beginning, that's how I feel about recording these. Because I yeah. used to sit down and like, write questions and look at the person's Instagram and just like, you know, but it, it just feels so much more authentic and intuition led when we do it this way. So well, Courtney, so you have a few different books. And so where can people find you and your books and your oracle cards and all that good stuff so I keep things super simple these days because again (laughs) I can't do all the things so I'm on Instagram at author Courtney Tiffany and um CourtneyTiffany.com is my website so Instagram or my website and that's Courtney with a c yes all right awesome well, thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you for, for having me. I love yeah. this. So, yeah. Yeah. This is great. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please pop over to your favorite podcasting platform and write us a positive review. We would appreciate it so much. And before we go, I have something super exciting to share with you guys. I've created an exclusive Facebook community just for Oracle Aura, and it's called Intuitive Souls Seeking Inner Peace. So if you're an empath, starseed, light worker, anybody who is interested in spirituality and raising the vibration of the collective, please pop over to Facebook and join the Facebook group Intuitive Souls Seeking Inner Peace, where you'll also gain access to Self-Care Saturday, which is a live video every single Saturday where we'll talk about a different method for connecting with inner peace, getting grounded within your own energy, and just truly taking care of yourself. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Namaste. Namaste.